previously on The Voice of Mind. So it takes faith to defend the arrows, the arrows of doubt as God's forgiving me. Am I even living a righteous life? Am I righteous enough? That arrow it takes faith and says, you are convinced you are not doubting. And then it's August. It's as if all your amen was in vain. God is saying, lift up that faith. Lift it up as a shield. When those doubts are coming, lift it up and say, I'm convinced that God is able to do it. This is the voice of man. Hello guys, welcome to another episode of The Voice of Mike. This is the season 5 of our podcast. Let us pray. Father, I want to thank you for the opportunity to be at your feet again. Thank you for this season that you began the beginning of this month. Thank you because your intention or your plan is to equip us for the battle for our lives and the ones ahead. As we are to get look into your word, we ask that, Lord, you give us light, you give us understanding. And help that, Lord, at the end of this episode, every one of us, even I myself, will be blessed to the glory of your name. Thank you, Heavenly Father. For in Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. So, uh, early this month, just as we were praying, we began uh, a season, which is the armor, and we've been looking at Ephesians chapter 6. If you are just listening to this for the first time, you can just go and listen to episode 1, 2, 3, and this is the fourth one. And so we'll continue. Our emphasis is still on Ephesians. It doesn't change. Uh, Ephesians chapter 6. This time around, we we'll look at verse 17. Uh, last week, we looked at the element of uh, faith, forgive me, the shield of faith, rather. And we had a lot to talk about. Today we'll be looking at two um, two uh, amos, um, which is in verse 17 of Ephesians chapter 6, verse 17, and says, And take up the element of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. So I'm going to talk about these two within the short time we have to spend this morning. Now, the element of salvation. Now, when we talk about armor, armors are meant to protect sensitive parts of our bodies. Remember, I talk about the breastplate, which was, which was meant to protect the heart. Talk about the belt, which was meant to hold the armors together. We talk about the talk about the footstool, the, the, the shoe of peace, rather. We also talk about the shield as well. And now we are not talking about the element. What is the element for? The element is meant to protect the head, the, the head entirely, particularly the forehead, because once whatever thing that hits the forehead takes a man's life immediately. If you look at the story of David and Goliath, we had the, play, the, the, the window David saw was the forehead. So when he got the forehead, Bible says Goliath fell down and died. So every armor is meant to protect sensitive parts that could trigger to take your life immediately. That's what the armor, that's, that, that's what armors are meant for. So he now says, put on the element of salvation. I'm sure we're all familiar with elements. Yes, the element of salvation. 
Where element? What is salvation? We all believe salvation. We we all have a common theory as Christians that salvation is deliverance from from sin, uh, true deliverance from sin, uh, deliverance from sin. Forgive me for repeating that. Deliverance from sin, uh, true faith in Christ Jesus. That is what uh, salvation means. But another aspect, which is an addition to what salvation means, is salvation is protection from harm. In other words, protection from your conviction. That is what salvation is. That's basically another definition you could give salvation is protection from harm or for protection from any conviction, anything that will, uh, that, that, that will terminate your conviction for, for, from that which you have believed. That is what salvation So you are protecting that which you have believed in, that which you are confident in. That is what salvation is. And that is, a, that is the aspect of salvation Paul was talking about. He wasn't talking about being saved. No, he was talking about protecting that which that would temper from, that would temper your conviction. That's what Paul was trying to talk about when he said put on the element of salvation. So when he said put on the element of salvation, he was saying protect that which that will interrupt your conviction about your salvation and about what God has said. Oh yes, that is what Paul was trying to say when he said put on the element of salvation. And what is that element of salvation trying to protect? He's not trying to protect your head, your physical health. Because spiritually, or rather in the realm of the spirit, what it means is that it's protecting your mind. Your mind. Because one of the things the enemy will try to temper with is your mind. Your mind has to do with your inner being. When it tempers your mind, it tempers everything around about you. So it's now saying, put on the element of salvation. Protect your head from that which that will temper with your mind. That which that will temper with your mind. Protect it. Protect it with all diligence. Don't allow your mind. Because every time the devil comes. He tempers with your mind. That's what he does. Woman. Did God say you should not eat of any fruit in this, in this garden? He was asking if he was tempering with her mind, with her psychology, with her thinking capacity. That's what he was tempering with. That is what he was tempering with. And if you don't deal with your thinking, if you don't deal with your mind, that's why they said that. Uh, that they said a common saying that says, uh, "Adam and idol mind is a devil's workshop." So if you don't deal with your mind. The enemy will come and interrupt it at all time. And that's why it says in Romans chapter 12, I urge you therefore by the message of God to present your body as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable, which is a spiritual act of worship. Verse 2, do not be confirmed to this word, but be transformed by the renewing of your word, of your mind. And we're going to be looking at how to renew your mind. Now, Romans, Paul is not telling the Romans church and say, protect your mind. Your mind is diligent. Protect it. 
And there is a way you protect your mind is to renew it. Renew it. So when those thoughts come, all you need to do is to fight it in your head. No, this is not possible. Protect your mind. And how do you protect your mind? You protect your mind by speaking the word of God. Now, can you see the correlation? Now, physically in the battlefield, we'll talk about full armor, a man standing physically in a battlefield. We talk about the shield. We're expecting that Paul we says the shield of feet and the sword of the spirit. That would make sense. But Paul didn't make sure that Paul brought the element and the sword in the same verse, verse 17. So what Paul is now trying to say is that what you are protecting is not your whole body spiritually. What you are protecting is your mind. That I say, put on the element of salvation and the sword of the spirit. Can we now see the coloration between the two? It's now saying that your sword is your tongue. Say the sword of the spirit, the word of God. That the sword there is, is your tongue. Now, if you have seen a sword before, the edge of a sword is always, the edge of the sword has a sharp ending. Similitude with your tongue. When you bring out your tongue out, I'm actually bringing out my tongue out literally. <laughs> when you bring it out and you look at a sword, they have the same cutting edge, the same shape. And time will not permit us, also, we would have looked at a lot of scriptures in the book of Romans, that talk, in the book of Proverbs rather, that talks, that gives similitude of the word with that of the tongue. Sorry, the sword with that of the tongue. Praise the Lord. So, I don't know if I'm confusing you, but I'm trusting the Lord that God will give us an understanding this very morning. That the way you can deal with the things that attacks your mind is by speaking it out. It's enough for you to guide it and, and shake your head and no, 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 you are not trying to think about it. No. You need to speak it out. That is the way to fight the thing coming to your head. So when the devil came to Jesus, he was introducing an idea in his mind. He said, if you are the son of God, change this stone to bread. And I'm sure probably Jesus would have thought, I am the son of God. But he said, mm -mm, for it is written. Can you see? So he's now speaking about what is written. So the sword of the spirit is not what you know. The sword of the spirit is what is written. I say the sword of the spirit, the word of God, which is the word of God. The sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Paul was clear that the sword of the spirit in this, in this armor is the word of God. And so when the enemy came and brought thought in his head, when devil rather came and brought thought in, in Jesus' mind, Jesus said, it is written. Man shall not live by, live by bread alone. What Jesus was quoting was not something he fabricated. No, it was something he read in the books. And Jesus was quoting Deuteronomy chapter 8 verse 3. Say, man shall not live by bread alone. Can you see how amazing it is? It, that means Jesus studied the books. That's what Jesus did. He took time to study the books. Luke chapter 3. The latter, I think Luke chapter 3, I think verse 50, either verse 51 or 52, I can't really be precise, but the last two verses of Luke chapter 
three, he, Luke was now telling us that Jesus grew in stature, in wisdom, in favor with God and with men. It, that means between the time at which Jesus was made manifest by John in Jordan, Jesus took time to read the books. He took time to read the Old Testament. Uh, theologians will tell us that before, theologians will tell us that Jesus went to what they call the synagogue school and he went and studied the books. And that's why he was able to ask questions of the Pharisees. He was asking the Pharisees the question, asking Pharisees questions when he was forgotten in Jerusalem at the age of 12. Because he, he began to understand some certain things. One we ask if he is Jesus, why will he be asking the questions? I don't want to dive into all those things. Yes, but just to give us a brief idea, the reason why he had questions when he was asking Pharisees is because the Holy Spirit has not come to him to give him a clear interpretation. This is why we need the Holy Ghost. That's why every question he had as of when he was young were all cleared when the Holy Ghost came upon him at the age of 30. Praise the Lord. I don't want to dive into something else. So what am I trying to say right now? That Paul is now saying that. Put on the element of salvation. Protect your head. Protect it. Don't allow your mind to think negative. Remember, I love a version called Easy English Bible Version 2018. I got that version from the app where I read my Bibles. And he said, remember that you have been saved from the sin. Remember that you have been saved from sin and then safeguard your head. You were still talking about Ephesians chapter 6, Ephesians chapter 6, verse 17. So one of the ways you can put the element of salvation is by remembering what God has done. So when the enemy comes and says, Are you sure God is still going to fulfill what he said? Remember the one he did before you last year and speak out and says, No, it is written. That all his promises are yes and amen. So why when the enemy brings a thought and says, ah, ah, are you sure God is still going to provide this for you? He, say, he, say, you say, he said no on your head and says, it is written, my God shall provide all my needs. So when the thought comes, are you sure you are going to pass these exams? You shake your head and protect yourself and speak it out and say, No, I shall be the head and not the tail. The memory of the righteous shall be blessed and great shall be their peace. You speak it out. Jesus spoke it out as it was written. He spoke it out. When he said, bow to me, and when the devil suggested and said, bow to me, he said, for it is written, you shall worship the Lord your God and him alone shall you serve. He was quoting Deuteronomy chapter 6 verse 13 and chapter 10 verse 20. That tells Jesus study the scriptures. So the sword needed in this spiritual armor, it is not, it is, it is, it is, it is for you to protect your mind. Your mind. What are the thoughts that are coming to your head? What are the thoughts? If only if could have gotten it right. If only if would have gotten it right. I think all would have gone well. If only Eve would have spoken what is written. No wonder he didn't go to meet uh, Adam. Because he knew Adam 
knew that it was written. So he could not go to Adam. He went to Eve. The reason why everything keeps you, you sometimes you say there's a voice in my head. When that voice comes, speak out. I, I was speaking with an elderly woman. As Let me say this story as we round up. As I was speaking to, to, with an elderly woman and she was saying, please, bro, Mike, I, I want you to talk to my son. He, some things are going on. He doesn't want to open up, but he look up to you. Can you just speak to him and, and all that? And we we're talking and she said there was a time she was driving alone in the car. And there's something just, yeah, she had a voice in her head that said, the shame you face, your first son is about to face that shame. And she said, Brian Mark, I spoke it out and said, I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. My children are blessings to me. She said, she spoke it out alone in the car. I said, mommy, that was good. I said, I gave her a thumbs up. I said, that was good. You need to speak it out all the time, not sometimes, all the time. There are times, I remember moments in my life where I face difficulties. Sometimes tears comes out of my eyes and my head uh, uh, and voices in my head. I look at myself in the mirror and I speak the word of God. Sometimes the most powerful thing to do is to tell myself. I look at myself in the mirror and say, Michael, Jesus loves you. And he will not allow this to happen to you. Sometimes when... Not sometimes, all the times, once I say that, that thought flies away from me. The sword of the Spirit, the Word of God. You speak it out. Let Him hear you. There's a relationship between your mouth and your mind. There's a relationship. There's a relationship between your mouth and your mind, which is your head. No wonder they are, all, they are all combined in one place. There's a relationship, sir. There's a relationship, young lady. Speak it out. Speak it out. Speak it out. While you are taking drugs for that healness, healness speak it out. Speak it out. You are a different person. You are a different species. Speak it out, sister. Speak it out, brother. And you see what Jesus will do. Thank you, Father. Let us pray. Father, thank you. Thank you for what you began. You have begun to do in our lives. Thank you because you have shown us that we need to protect our minds. And we need to speak against that which that speaks in our heads. Help us, dear Father. Help us, O oh God. Let there be voices that comes on our head. Give us the grace to silence them by the word of God. Above all, help us to study the word. Because one of the ways we can defeat these, these voices in our heads and these voices that comes with discouragement and depression and suicide actually. Lord, help us. Help us, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. Help us, O oh God. Help us, O oh God. Father, help us. Help us. I'm just remembering a, a colleague of mine telling me about suicide. Lord, help us. That when suicide voices comes, when voice of depression and all that comes, help us to speak according to your word in the name of Jesus. Help us to speak according to your word in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Oh, blessed be your name, O oh God. Be that we exalted. Help us to read your, Help us to read the word. Help us to study the scripture. Jesus studied the scriptures and was able to speak against the voice of the devil. Help us to study the scriptures. Help us to read. Give us the grace to discipline ourselves to read the Bible. 
to the glory of your name. In Jesus' name, you have prayed. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. I'm so grateful about this episode, honestly, because it's speaking a lot of things that God wants to do. So as we wrap up, just a quick announcement. Uh, next month, September, we'll be celebrating one-year anniversary. It's going to be a wonderful time. I uh, have a lot of things planned, and we'll see how we we'll go about it by the grace of God. And then secondly, next week, which is the fifth Sunday of this month, as we all do every fifth Sunday, is Let Us Pray. We have a team. God has given us a focus for next next week Sunday. We are still looking at the ammo. We're looking at the latter part of the ammo. Looking at the latter part, and then, and next week topic we are we'll be looking at the bride, the bride. We'll talk about the bride and we'll pray for the bride and all that are related about the bride. We'll look at that more next week when we meet so otherwise thank you very much please share this episode with somebody that people are going through depression voices in their heads this episode will be able to help them and guide them on how to go about it to the glory of god's name so thank you as you do that and have a wonderful week see you next week bye